baseball is in full swing. NBA playoffs are heating up, and your NFL team is gearing up for training camp. Listen to the latest on the teams you love here on the Odyssey app. The biggest sports radio stations in the country providing unrivaled local coverage of their teams all in one place. Exclusive interviews with players, coaches, and team executives streaming live and always available on demand. Stay in the know with your favorite teams right here on the Odyssey app. Tori Van Oot joining us on the John Schuster Coldwell Banker Hotline. Tori, have you ever asked for a raise and did you get it? (laughs) I have asked for raises in the past and I have gotten them. I've also been told no or not now, but um, eventually in most jobs I have been able to get a raise. I mean, sometimes in, in, for me, at least in some journalism, jobs have been unionized. So you kind of have usually the contracts of the raise. Uh-huh. Um, but yeah, ask for more, everybody. Ask for more. You and did you, you get, you don't know unless you ask. Did you, know? you get the amount so. you asked for? Um, at times I have. Okay. At other times you. I have not. But um, at times, one, and one job, a colleague and I actually, we were told, we could get a raise if we, you know, did all these things or proved this concept, um, you know, made this sex- new section work. And we actually made a checklist and did visual checks on it and gave it to the boss. And she said, oh, yeah, you did it. You did do it. So uh, make you your go. case. Make your case. Yeah. Uh, speaking of a little extra cash, uh, the rebate checks, which were um, controversial when they happened, now are even more controversial because the IRS says, uh, we'll be taxing these. Thank you very much. They will. Now, the state says, wait a minute, we we were, uh, at least they told us they weren't going to do this, yet they were late in getting these out there. So uh, isn't that on the state? Yeah, well, Governor Walz had quite the reaction yesterday when we asked him about it. He called it um, bull bleep. bleep. I don't know if yep. I'm allowed to say the whole, nope. whole word on Thank the radio you. Yep. there. But yes, the context is that, you know, during the pandemic, a lot of the state federal aid and assistance that came out um, was not taxable because then that, that kind of like eats into it. And of course, Minnesota had to do a change in the opposite direction to make sure some of the federal government, um, you know, pandemic aid wasn't, wasn't taxable for folks. But um, yes, uh, you know, they, uh, the, the timing didn't quite work out here. So even though the Minnesota Department of Revenue thought that the IRS should treat them like other states' rebates had been treated, not subject to them to federal taxes, um, because of the timing, the IRS said, sorry, <laughs> not our problem. Deadlines are deadlines. I mean, but doesn't the governor have uh, – he's the governor. Can he change this? Not from the uh, you can't change the federal, so okay. they won't be subject to state taxes. Okay. But he can't change the federal, um, you know, the federal situation. So you know, if you got, it, it all depends on how much you got, if you got one, and what your income. But the numbers that NPR News had earlier this week were, um, you know, might be like anywhere from twenty six to two hundred eighty six dollars added to your federal tax bill. Again, you know, depending on the size of your rebate, different elements of your, you know, tax bracket, that sort of thing. But because, uh, of course, the rebates were $260 to $1,300, depending on how many kids you have, if you qualify. So, mm-hmm. you know, people should just be uh, prepared prepared for that, um, yeah. you know, when it comes. And that might be kind of catchy for a surprise if you think you're going to get a, um, you know, your tax, you're going to have a tax bill. It might be a little higher. If you think you're going to get a refund, it might be um, 
a little lower. And yeah, the timing, I mean, it was pretty close though. Like the federal COVID rules ended in earlier May, the legislature, you know, finalized the budget in late May. Uh, so the governor's pretty ticked about it. But as you said, you know, they missed the deadline. They didn't, they could yeah. have agreed and passed it earlier. Right. So. I mean, we, we, we all have deadlines and if you, you miss them, yeah. you get penalized for it. So yeah. I, I, ten, I tend to agree. Well, the, the, we get penalized for it. The people right. of Minnesota are no, now yeah. getting penalized. Well, they get, for well, they get penalized yeah. for the on the money that they the right. you know the penance that they got anyway. Which mm-hmm. again, I bring back to the original point. It was controversial to mm-hmm. begin with these checks. So yesterday, Tori, yeah. they announced uh, this um, budget surplus. But I see, but I'm hearing people C- saying it's actually a deficit. <laughs> Can you clear that up for us? What's going on here? Yep. So for the current two-year budget, uh, there is still a surplus. It is not as big as the seventeen-plus billion-dollar surplus we had, uh, you know, earlier this year before the budget was passed. Of course, a lot of that was one-time money. Uh, the legislature uh, spent that down. But uh, the good news is that uh, you know, consumer spending, corporate profits are still outpacing expectations, and that means the state's smaller but still a surplus ha- is expected to grow. They bumped the projection there up to uh, $2.4 billion. The bad news is the projections, as of right now, of course, these are all just projections, so that, that might not last. That starting in the following two-year fiscal year, um, the two-year budget year, costs for the state are going to outpace revenues by $2.3 billion. Hmm. So, you know, the state budget officials are calling that a significant structural imbalance. That's not a good thing when your costs exceed what you're bringing in. We all know that from our family budgets. Um, Republicans are blasting this as a deficit. And what state budget officials are saying is, well, okay, this is all just a projection. And for for now, if the the legislature doesn't spend the current surplus when they return next year, if they keep it in the pocket, you know, they keep it. um, This is, of course, on top of the state's emergency fund rainy day reserves. But they could kind of carry that over. And you'll still have perhaps a small surplus of $82 million in the following year. Um, but, you know, the big picture is all kind of getting in the weeds with the numbers. I know for people listening, the big picture is that, um, you know, this current spending trends risk deficit or structural, structural imbalances in the budget down the line. Uh, so this is something that's going to, you know, uh, state budget officials are urging caution, uh, saying that lawmakers will need to be really thoughtful next year about and, whether and how they spend the surplus. But coming from a huge surplus, billions and billions mm-hmm. of dollars, going down to $82 million, uh, Tori, I mean, off the top of your head, where did most of that money, or will it, will it, where will most of that money have gone? Yeah, a lot of the spending, a big chunk of the surplus last session went to one-time spending, not on ongoing spending. And okay. remember, some of that surplus was because the year prior, um, when there was a divided legislature, they didn't come to agreement on how to spend extra money that mm-hmm. came in. So there was like leftover money that carried over uh, and, and into this session. W- what we're hearing from state budget officials is that, you know, w- one issue is inflation, right? And now for the first time this year, these budget forecasts that the economists make count inflation. So they're building into it the expectation that costs are going to rise, Right cost of wages, everybody getting wages, everybody getting raises, who's not the two of you. Yeah, not us. Uh, cost, cost, of, cost of supplies, like all of that is going to go up. We also think that some programs, uh, especially in education and especially in health and human services, 
are costing more than expected. Costs are going up there. So school lunches, we've talked about that before, mm-hmm. um, the free lunches for all school kids, that's already going to cost an additional $81 million in these first two years than they thought because more kids are participating perhaps and because the cost of food reimbursement um, is higher. Um, but that's ongoing really spending. Yeah. That, that You that's said a lot of yeah. the budget yeah. was spent. I think it was $7 billion. A lot of the budget was spent on one-time um, Yep. One-time spending. Give me an example. Is that like bridges and roads? So what's housing. one-time spending? Yeah, housing. Well, they did do the bonding bill. Housing, things like um, they front-loaded paid family leave, right? Like spent some money to get paid family leave up and running. Mm-hmm. Things like that were the one-time spending. Got it. But the, the, the issue is more of the ongoing spending. So that the ongoing spending trends is what is going to potentially cause uh, you know, financial strain for the state moving forward if things don't balance out. Again, the thing is that these are all projections. And as we saw during the pandemic in particular, they can, there can be pretty big swings in what the state's bringing in, what it's spending, depending on needs and demand for services, uh, depending on inflation, right? Maybe things won't quite cost as much more next year as, as they're thinking right now, depending on the economy, you know, Things like war can affect the economy, right? Things, there's all these macro trends out of the state's control. And so uh, we just don't know. But um, the bottom line is that state budget officials are urging lawmakers yesterday to be really thoughtful in whether and how they spend you know, additional money and approve additional spending next year. Governor Walz kind of echoed that, calling for a measured, of, a measured approach. Um, the challenge is going to be that there are a lot of groups and issues that want money, right? So it's not like everybody's going to stay home and not go ask lawmakers for more cash. And so uh, it really sets the stage for some debates in the next year when the legislature returns over what to do uh, in the short term and what to do in the long term to make sure the state's books stay balanced. Baseball is in full swing. NBA playoffs are heating up. And your NFL team is gearing up for training camp. Listen to the latest on the teams you love here on the Odyssey app. The biggest sports radio stations in the country providing unrivaled local coverage of their teams all in one place. Exclusive interviews with players, coaches, and team executives streaming live and always available on demand. Stay in the know with your favorite teams right here on the Odyssey app. Talking to Tori Van Oot from Axios, she usually joins us on Tuesday with Tuesdays with Tori, mm-hmm. but uh, she wasn't on with us Tuesday because uh, something that many of us have had to go through, mm. and that is uh, saying yeah. goodbye to a, to a beloved pet. So, Tori, I just want to give yeah. uh, our condolences to you. It's so hard mm-hmm. for those of us who've been there. Uh, you just want to talk about Kirby? Oh, thank you. Yeah, it was so hard. We loved Kirby so much. Mm-hmm. He was our almost 12-year-old golden retriever. Mm. Uh, he was not very, always very well behaved. <laughs> he was a very good boy. And we did have to say goodbye. He'd been failing health. Uh, he was actually given weeks to months to live last winter and like totally <laughs> outlived yeah. expectations. Wow. But his body was really starting to fail him and he seemed to be in pain. So um, it's agonizing. It's so hard to know. You don't want to know, you know, you don't want their last day to be their worst day, but you don't want to say goodbye too soon. And, but it was time. Um, mm. But I will share for listeners. Um, you know, we we love our vet and had such a good experience with our our wonderful vet. But we did go use a service called MN Pets, 
um, which it's a, a home uh, euthanasia for a pet uh, service, all vets. And they actually, you know, for some people going to the vet might be the right choice for us. It was having someone come to our home because our dog yeah. couldn't really walk very well anymore and couldn't, he was blind, <laughs> he had all sorts mm. of problems. And so didn't want to freak him out by lugging him into the car. Um, and it was really a sweet, mo- you know, peace, very sad moment, mm-hmm. but a very peaceful moment to be able to do it at home. Um or you could have a hot dog and sit by the door and that sort of thing. So it's so hard, but yeah. um, we love our pets. Yeah, sure <laughs> we I mean, love it, yep. You know, they're so good. But uh, What a beautiful thing to be able to yeah. be at home, too, I think. Because, you know, yeah. all of our – usually you go to the vet yeah. when this happens yeah. and or they're in the yeah. hospital. And, and you know anyone who's taken your pet to the vet – it's stressful. They know the smells right. of the vet. Yes. They know they're probably getting a shot or they're getting, you know, I mean, yep. whatever, their teeth cleaned. Yep. Oh, an exam, a digital ex- rectal exam, God knows. So that is always stressful. And you, right, you don't want to make their last moments even more stressful. So yeah. it's nice that there's a service like that. Yeah, it's a neat service. I mean, there's a couple of others too out there. And I had actually read about this one in the Star Tribune mm-hmm. and that, then found out that some friends had also called them and yeah. our vet did recommend them. So, uh, so yeah, that's an option out there, but yeah, that's, it's so hard. He yeah. was such a good boy. We got him when he was just a little puppy. So, um, Tori, before we let you go, yeah. and I just want to change mm-hmm. uh, the subject for a minute. You know, are you yeah, working on anything that we should be looking forward to reading in Axios this weekend or tomorrow? Uh, what are you working on? Yeah, well, we'll have an interesting another snapshot tomorrow on a new report that really shows how abortion is. Uh, changing here in Minnesota and across the country access in the wake of the Supreme Court's decision overturning Roe versus Wade. And so the top line here is that, uh, you know, another data point showing that the number and share of -of out-of-state patients coming to Minnesota uh, to seek an abortion is on the rise. Uh, So we'll have a little bit more to Mm -hmm. dig in tomorrow. Yeah, because, of course, you know, Minnesota is a state where abortion is legal and protected mm-hmm. both by a Supreme Court ruling and uh, state law, uh, but we are bordered by states where it is not. And so that's a trend we're seeing all over the country. So tomorrow in Axios, some cities will have a little bit more on those numbers, what they mean, and a map kind of so you oh. can see where Minnesota compares. Interesting. Excellent. We'll be reading yeah. up on that. Thanks, Tori. Yeah. Thank you uh, okay. for sharing, uh, especially your emotional story about your dog. We're uh, thinking yeah. of you guys. Yep. Thank you. Thank you. Okay. All right. Bye. Tori Van Oot uh, from Axios, 949. And I'm like, I, I was getting like, you could tell the emotion was still in her voice. And I'm yeah. like, I'm getting emotional thinking about the moment that I had to do that. I know. I think we all have a lot of those moments mm-hmm. about when we, it comes that time. It's so hard. So It hard. is so hard. Baseball is in full swing. NBA playoffs are heating up. And your NFL team is gearing up for training camp. Listen to the latest on the teams you love here on the Odyssey app. The biggest sports radio stations in the country providing unrivaled local coverage of their teams all in one place. Exclusive interviews with players, coaches, and team executives streaming live and always available on demand. Stay in the know with your favorite teams right here on the Odyssey app. 